Welcome back to another episode of What It Takes to Be a Woman. Welcome to What It Takes to Be a Woman. Hey. I'm Carly. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what it reminded me of. Like, hey, bitches. It's ah. us. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You're Carly. <laughs> and that's Madison. We're having a great time being together today. We haven't been able to be together for a while. It has been a while. Yeah. So like that's what, really nice. weeks or something? Yeah. It's been really Since nice. Since the last time we recorded in person. I know. That's ridiculous. Yes. Anyway. Welcome. Um, please support our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash W-I-T-T-B-A-W. You get lots of little special things that come with 5 10 or $20 a month. I did post a video on the Instagram, Whew, sorry, um, talking about what comes with each package, and we do have special little, what are they called? Like gifts, prizes. Yeah. Like incentives. Yes. Yes. For you to support. Also, we do little surveys and stuff on there for you guys to help us find topics that you guys want to hear. Um, and please, if you have topics that you want us to talk about or that you know a lot about, message us on Instagram. We'd love to have you on. What it takes to be a woman. Yeah, you can be a guest on our fancy dance show. Five dollars. We've made five dollars. Woo! <laughs> well, twenty with my mom. Twenty-five dollars. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yes, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at What It Takes to Be a Woman as well. Before we get into today's episode, I have to talk about my vagina and boobs because it's a hot topic in my life right now. <laughs> a hot topic. <laughs> um. Yes. So. I'm on the depot shot, as we all know, and I've been on it for over a year. Um, so walk, let's walk our listeners through this. How often do you have to get the depot shot? Every three months. Okay, so do you go to like, I know that you're not from the area. Do you have to drive back to your doctors or do you do Planned Parenthood or something? No, I found a gynecologist here okay. um, who does it for me, but it's really easy. Um, it's really easy because you just go in, you're like, I'm here for my depot, and you don't have to see a gynecologist or anything. You it's pee like in a, a cup, nurse. and then they shoot you. Nice. Yeah. Okay, great. So, easy peasy. Not so great. I will never recommend this to anybody ever again. Okay. Do your own research, actually. It changed my mind. Do your research. It might work for you. I feel like a lot of people that have had the implant in the upper arm, I don't recall what it's called at this time. Um, the next one on right here? Yes. Yeah. My friend had a baby and they put one in her basically without her consent at the hospital and a couple months later she was you know had bad mood swings had bad periods like the whole nine yards it was this horrible side effects she was angry she was gaining weight you know things of like that and when you have a new baby you can't really be experiencing these things and she went to the er and she told them to cut it out and they would not so she asked for a scalpel and said she was going to do it right there oh my and they took her seriously and actually took it out. Oh my gosh. 
gosh. Yeah, but it was that. I had nothing to that extent. No, no, definitely (laughs) not. But like different birth control affects people in different ways. Yeah, it only works for different people. I knew a girl in high school that started a oral contraceptive once a day, and she got blood clots in her lungs and ended up in the hospital. Like everyone is different. Talk to your doctor. Correct. (laughs) Yeah, and tell them every little thing that you want as well, because they can find something that works for you. And don't be embarrassed. Don't yeah, be embarrassed. Absolutely. Like I got the last time I went to the doctor was a couple weeks ago, and it was just for my med review. I'm on an antidepressant. They like to check in and make sure everything's okay. And I got really emotional with my doctor because you're good <laughs> because I haven't really been sleeping well, and I thought it was because of the you know like the coronavirus and the stress that comes with that, the uncertainty of what's happening with the world, things of that nature. And I got very emotional. I started crying with her. I just told her that you know I'm not sleeping well I was asking if it was about anxiety I was very tired during the day wasn't sleeping through the night and we actually ended up finding out that I am extremely vitamin deficient oh my gosh isn't that crazy yeah like how some people think it's so mundane yeah and like I've been taking an allergy med in the morning as well that was supposed to be non-drowsy and one of the side effects was drowsiness <gasps> Wow. So all I basically was drugging myself to sleep oh my in the morning. Wow. Yeah. So well, I'm glad that you went and told him about I that. I feel so much better yeah. that I'm on all these crazy vitamins right now. I'm trying to get my body back in sync. I'm sleeping a little bit better. I made my girlfriend do all these vitamins as well with me just so I didn't. I'm in my 30s, so I didn't want to admit that I needed them. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we've both been feeling a lot better. And, like, a lot of times, like, if you don't have energy and things like that we instantly pick up an energy drink well the same thing that you can, <laughs> you can do as i just finished one the same yeah. thing you can do is take a b12 vitamin <laughs> okay anyway so my boobies and my bahoochie yes um bahoochie yeah so about i'll say like two and a half weeks ago my tatas started hurting immensely okay really bad like you're gonna get a period or what like worse than that. Okay. Okay. So like super sensitive. Super sensitive. My nipples literally hurt so bad I couldn't put it like it hurt to put a shirt on. Oh, Obviously wow. you have to put a shirt on. But yeah. it hurt <laughs> so bad to put a shirt on. Um it was horrible. Anyway, super bad. Um and my period started. That was what I thought. Like I was like, this is just period, that's what my mom was saying. Um had you previously had your period on the depot shot? Maybe once. Okay. So okay. not really. I would like spot here and there, but never like blood attack. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Red sea. Um, anyway, so I started my period and it was all blood clots. And I'm talking Ugh. like two inch. Yeah, those are boys. awful. Yeah. And I spoke to a gynecologist because it was just too many things on top of each other. Well, just two things, you know, just like my boobs were hurting really bad. They felt rock solid. Um, my left boob had grown like two cup sizes in like this two weeks and it was just ridiculous. And I was like, something's wrong. Like I, you know, did research on the depot and clotting like that was not normal. Like even if I didn't get a period as often, it's just not normal to have blood clotting that bad in your menstrual cycle. Um, so I spoke to a gynecologist and she said, she's like, go to the emergency room. Really? Yeah. She's like, go to the emergency room. They can do ultrasound, CAT scan, whatever they have to do to make sure that you're all good, you know? Um, and I don't have the BRCA gene, um, like the breast cancer gene, but it doesn't mean that I can't get it. You still have a chance. But anyway, I don't think that I'm, you know, 20 and have breast cancer. It happens, but... 
So I go to the emergency room at 12 o'clock at night, <laughs> the one across the street, and I had an older man doctor. <laughs> and he comes in after I had given all my symptoms, and I have learned, especially being in the medical field, do not downplay anything that no. is happening because they will not take you seriously. And anyway, I told him, he walks in, he says, why are you at the emergency room? And I said, because my gynecologist told me to come. I'm having really bad blood clotting in my period. My boob has grown. <laughs> just one boob has grown two sizes. They hurt like hell. It hurts to wear a shirt. It hurts to touch them. It hurts to sleep. Like everything hurts about my boobs. And I'm bleeding like a crazy person. And he tells me that is what a period is. He said, your wall sheds. He fucking did that with his hands, Carly. You and guys can't talking. see the scraping motion she made. <laughs> I'll take a video of it on Instagram. But he goes, the wall sheds when you have a period. So it can sometimes cause clotting. Yeah, but not like finger not long like clots. Yeah, yeah dude. And he was, ooh, I was so mad. I texted my mom. I said, this fucking doctor just <laughs> mansplained to me who has had my period since 11, almost 10 years now, right? Yeah what a period is yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about anyway he then proceeds to tell me he's gonna give me a pregnancy test that i might be having a miscarriage which i was not pregnant you know right i take i am religiously take pregnancy tests that's crazy nervous. yeah <laughs> i had taken at least three in this two week well, time yeah, period when your boobs hurt that yeah. bad like that's one of the so huge I'm, symptoms i know i'm not pregnant and he's like we're gonna give you a pregnancy test and we'll go from there then he comes up to me and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe we're going to get somewhere. Maybe he's going to do a breast exam or something. He checks my lungs, just the front. He doesn't listen to my heart or anything and then walks out. And the nurse comes back and she's like, well, your pregnancy test was negative. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, that doesn't mean you're having a miscarriage. So I'll see what the doctor wants to do next. I'm like, okay, great. He walks back in. He tells me that I'm not pregnant, that I'm not miscarrying and tells me to go to a gynecologist's office and not to come to the emergency room. And, um, it's awful. Yes. So I, um, then he walks out, the nurse comes in with my discharge paperwork and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I did not just waste a thousand plus dollars to sit here for you to listen to my lungs and me to pee in a cup. Yeah. Like my, not my gynecologist, but a gynecologist told me to come here because my symptoms seem severe enough to her that she's like, you need to get an ultrasound done or something, you know, like immediately. Um, because, yes, I'll get to this point in a second. Anyway, so I was pissed off. I told the nurse. I said, he just came in here and mansplained my period, and that's it. That's all, like, you're doing. Like, nobody's in this fucking ER. Like, this is bull. Anyway, she sent me my discharge paperwork. Hold on. Talk to the people. She's going to get her discharge paperwork. But like a lot of times too, like what my doctor said, like when you're clotting that bad, it could be an iron deficiency. But obviously what Madison is explaining right now is more than an iron deficiency. <laughs> he sent me home with this. No. It's an explanation of my period and the anatomy of a vagina. Oh my God. So we're definitely going to take a photo of this and put it up. <laughs> Because it's definitely just oh, and the then human anatomy. <laughs> we have to get to this. He had one star review. What? He didn't even sign my fucking discharge paperwork. Oh, my vaginal bleeding and non-pregnant women care instruction. Are you kidding me? This is, <laughs> this is okay. awful. So I call my gynecologist the next day, like right when I wake up in the morning and I tell them what's going on. I said, I need to schedule an appointment as soon as possible with my gynecologist to see what's going on. 
And I told them I went to the emergency room and they were like, okay, we're going to talk to your gynecologist. We'll get back to you. They call me back. The first thing they say is what did the ultrasound and breast exam show? Nothing because they didn't take yeah, it. I said, I was like, uh, he didn't do it. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, he didn't do an ultrasound or breast exam. And they were very pissed off about that. And I'm going to have an ultrasound done. So, but you're not bleeding anymore, right? I'm not bleeding. My boobs still hurt really really bad like Todd that's what we call him he had like accidentally poked my boob and I start crying like it hurts so bad I can't even imagine that like I sleep on my stomach I try and like be as flat as I can to my mattress <laughs> and like <laughs> I know I sleep on my back but if I sleep on my side it hurts so bad oh that's awful dude I'm yeah. so sorry about that so okay. hopefully they figure out what's wrong or maybe it's like a really bad reaction to the depot or something I know so I don't know like what's going on with my boob because like my left titty is so ginormous right now and it's rock solid so I don't know like if I have a cyst or a clogged duct in my yeah, milk. Yeah, I, I was just going to say duct, that, you know? like, milk duct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you might have a clogged milk duct. That or milk a cyst duct. or like an ovarian cyst or something. But that would make sense with all the pressure. But anyway, I'm not going to try and diagnose you right now <laughs> because you have We're going to go on WebMD. <laughs> yeah. So um, Madison will let us know what's up with her vagina and I'll boobs. Keep, I'll keep you guys updated because I know you care so much. But this is also very important because like most people would just wait it out and not call a gynecologist or not go to the ER or anything like that, especially because of men treating us like this in the ER. Oh, oh shithead. It's just your period. No, dude, you're just my period. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, today we are going to be talking about online dating. Online dating. Sorry I went on such a tangent. Um, no, it was important. It was, you know, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, online dating. Um, Carl and I have both had some very interesting things happen to us. Yours have been a lot nicer than <laughs> mine. I think the lesbian population is a little bit more gentle. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk about horror stories and then success stories because there are a lot in both like with Carly individually and then my beautiful, wonderful sister um, as well, um, which is personal to me. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about those today. She's had a really, she had a really good, funny dating story about a blind date too oh that Lord. I'm hoping she's going to tell about Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want, I'll tell that one first because it's yeah, better. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so we'll just do horror stories first. So I went on a blind date with a gentleman who said he was 5'11". I am 5'11". You guys will be able to see pictures of us soon. I Next to each other. Oh, my friend said she can do those. Oh, things. fantastic. Irrelevant. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very tall. tall. So mm-hmm. compared to me and Madison, I'm about five inches taller than her, I would say. You're six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm a big yeah. person. Okay. So I'm 5'5". Five five. He <laughs> says he's 5'11", um, that he's living in the city, that he's going to school. Great. Fantastic. Um, he says, let's go to Texas Roadhouse. After she says, I she work there. there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to Texas Roadhouse. Peachy Keen. I do all the safe shit. I text my mom my location, my sister-in-law, everybody. Everybody knows where I am, That is I'm going with. Just I'll pause really quick. Anything relating to online. I just bought a car uh, online as well. 
And before we went to go test drive it, we sent our location to like, you know, my sister, Jen, my girlfriend's sister, um, her mom, like, you know, and the friend that's nearby that location as well. Like you need to be safe. You need to tell people where you're going. Even if you're ashamed of like online dating or whatever, just say, Hey, I'm meeting up with somebody on a blind date at this location at this time. Yeah. Then they're going to know that where you are, if anything happens recently in Grand Rapids (laughs) with Jared chance was the man who killed this woman. Um, but they had known each other for years, but it was the same situation. She disappeared for several days. Nobody knew where she was until they found the body in his basement. I always tell everybody where I'm going. I know. It's just a smart thing to do, especially in this day and age. Like, um, a lot of people have tracker information on their phone too, that they share their location with their family and friends. All of my family, we all have each other's. Yeah. And they live all over the country. I know. It's great. It's a good thing. And I did, I heard on a podcast a couple weeks ago, they were talking about a girl who'd gone missing and she was like that where she shared her location with everybody. And they were like, why is she so crazy? And she would do that. No, no, no. It is so good. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you like don't think that it's going to be a good time or whatever it is. It's a safety precaution, you know. Women are vulnerable. I hate to say it because I like to think of myself as a very strong, independent strong, woman. independent woman. <laughs> but we are vulnerable in situations yeah. like that. You don't know who you're meeting. You don't know if you're meeting this male or female and then they have a truck of people behind you waiting to sex traffic you you have no idea what can happen be safe out there kids anyway um i share my location with everyone he wanted to pick me up i said absolutely not and um anyway so we meet at this texas roadhouse and i'll be quite honest if he did not walk towards me i would have never recognized him in this place and we were the only people in the lobby so um, i walk in he is uh shorter than me and again, he's 5'11", I'm 5'5", and I was wearing like, uh, like, like Timberlands, you know, yeah. which give me maybe an inch. So yeah. that's no, 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 no excuse. Okay, let me tell you, he's shorter than me. Um, so he lied about six inches there. <laughs> Where do you think he <laughs> this is going to lie? <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, we sit down. And he does not touch the rolls. And let me tell you, hi, nah, no touching the rolls at Texas Roadhouse. Something's wrong it's with a you. Sin. That's, that's a big red flag They're right They're so there. good. <laughs> I miss them so much. I anyway, think that's why I gained so much weight. <laughs> um, he didn't touch the rolls. The waiter comes by to get our drink order. And I find out that he has just turned 21 like two days before. Oh, my God. <sighs> So he wants to sample a bunch of beers from a fucking Texas front house. So like okay. all the tap beers. Yeah. And oh my God. so he shows her ID, which is still attached to a piece of paper, by the way. That's <laughs> like he's such a fresh little 21 year old and little like I'm older. <laughs> um, and he starts sampling beers and he just starts talking about himself. From the get-go, talking about his life, his career, where he is in life, where his family's from, what kind of food he eats with his family at Thanksgiving. You know, like, every little detail about his life. I can't even get a word in. Do you think he was nervous? I don't know. I don't really care. (laughs) Because I was just like, you need to take a chill pill. Anyway, it's time to order, and he's like, so what's good here? Because I... 
work there. there. <laughs> <laughs> or I worked there, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, what's good here? And I was like, oh, well, you know, like the herb crushed chicken is good. Like, mm. other, isn't it so good? Oh, I my know, God. I, I miss it so much. Open but I mean, back like, up. they only have carryout right now, so it's like not even the same experience. Because I want to eat like 37 rolls. And <laughs> I want the peanuts. Yeah. And I want the yeehaw music. Anyway. Yeehaw. Um, so he's like, I don't know what to order. And he's like, I'm not really hungry, if I'm being quite honest with you. I'm like, well, I am, so <laughs> I'm going to eat. So I said, why don't we just order one thing and split it, right? Yeah. Because there's two sides, so you can get whatever the fuck you want, and I can get what I want, right? Or sidewise. So we end up getting the herb crusted chicken, of course, because it's my favorite. Yeah, and whatever. So um, he's still talking about everything. The server comes over, we get our food, we split it. He does not eat his food at all. That's so weird. Um, I ate all of mine because ha- those chicken pieces aren't that big. Like, no, for the it's like... Chicken. It's the size that, like, make up for it. So I ate mine pretty quickly, you know, like my right. chicken and my mashed potatoes. And he's just talking about himself, whatever, whatever, right? Okay, okay. Then the server comes over and she's like, do you guys want any dessert or anything? And we're like, no, you know, we're good. And she's like okay, um, do you guys want the check together or separate? And he looks at me like I'm on drugs. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to say? And it's literally silent for a good 30 seconds. We're just looking at each other and the server's just looking at us. And I just told her, I was like, just make them separate. And yeah, he did not pay for my meal. It turns out he does not have a job. He is not, like, really going to school. You know what I mean? Like, he is, like... About to go to school or looking to go to school. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, He has, like, no... I don't know. After... Oh, it was just so bad. (laughs) It was so bad. And he started walking with me. Like, we leave. I pay my bill. Um, I should have seen how much he tipped. He probably didn't tip. Bitch ass. Anyway, <laughs> he starts walking with me to my car. No. And I, I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going with you to your car. I said, where did you park? And he's like, on the other side of the parking lot. I said, okay, good night. Good. And I blocked him. Good. Good for you. Man, okay, so a lot, that is a perfect example of how people lie on the internet. Um, so now that was Madison's super fun, awkward blind and that is tinder why date. i'll be single forever <laughs> <laughs> all right so i have a success story from tinder as yeah. well my girlfriend and i met on tinder three years ago and um you did? it was on tinder yes Aww. yes and i actually do not admit this to many people because it still does kind of have a taboo to it i haven't had tinder since my eighth grade <laughs> year of high school eighth grade year of high school oh middle school <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the only, I've only been on Tinder one time, and it was for three days. My manager signed me up for it after my very toxic girlfriend dumped me. You found her in three days? In three days. Come on. Yep, and so I, was, um, I had matched with a couple other people. Jen, I was working like 14-hour days at the time, and Jen was the only one that kept messaging me and like holding a conversation and one of the and at one point I remember thinking it was like probably the second day we were talking I was like I need to stop giving this chick one word answers like I know that I'm busy but she's actually like trying to get to know me and like I'm just blowing her off and so when I actually started trying we got to get to know each other she's from an hour away so she drove up to Grand Rapids to stay with her friends for the weekend and we were able to meet in person 
and we did like we went to like a bar or something the first night we had a great time we did a bunch of stuff we met a bunch of my friends around grand rapids i showed her around grand rapids i ended up leaving her house or the friend's house at like 3 or 4 a.m and it was just it was awesome and so like it was kind of history from there i went i started going an hour away to go see her every other like you know every couple days a week and um she was working down there i convinced her to move up here to me and Aww. it's been wait where, where was she from Kalamazoo. So oh, she was yeah so it's wow. been history ever since then i convinced her to move up here a couple years ago we bought a condo here we are got a kitten Whoa. yeah <laughs> but it's different with men and females as well <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Before the podcast started, she's like, well, females are a little nicer. Yeah. <laughs> They're not as creepy. It's so true. But like, I feel like when like lesbians have this reputation of moving very fast. Like, there's all these memes and shit where it's like, oh, second date, and it's like a fucking U-Haul. But I don't know, like, you think about like me and you being friends. We only worked what, maybe six shifts together, you right. think? And right off the bat, though, I think that just, like, women when you in click, general, you whether you're, you know, attracted to them or not, you just have a good c- connection with them, you know. Well, I mean, just um, broad. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that... I think when you meet, she, like, gay or not, if you meet, a like, a woman that you want to be friends with, you can tell if you're going to instantly click with them or not. I it, think we instantly click. Yeah. It was funny. We were joking around, like, the first, like, ten minutes that we met each other. Yeah, it's great. You're sarcastic. And I love it. <laughs> You know, okay, I'm sorry, just a little tangent off the side. So I work with people who are, have been in the medical field for a very long time. Yes. Are very serious people. Mm, Me. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. So all I've made jokes and they just are like, or all like, you know, make fun of them, but in a jokey way. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I made this joke with my coworker there. I'm going to try and say it without violating HIPAA there was a lady who was commenting on my tattoos who had some things done down there and I was like I told her because she's like wow and I went down to Cather and I look up at her and I was like you can't tell me I'm brave for having all these needles poked at me when you that is going on <laughs> and my coworker looked at me like I was on drugs and I was like well <laughs> I just no, I'm, ass- I'm assuming a catheter is extremely more uncomfortable than getting a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so that's like... Sorry. No, that's... I completely understand, but... um, <laughs> Back on topic. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> back on topic. It's like, I think women are a little bit more approachable, like, especially if they want to make friends or they want to be friendly. Like... I've always been sarcastic. That's just like who I am. I try not to offend anyone. As soon as I meet somebody, I try and find one thing that I like about them, even if it's just appearance or whatever. Like, oh, I like your laugh. I like your glasses. You, I think that's kind of just part of like the serving world though too. Yeah. Like I've been in the serving world for like 12 years. So every time I walk up to a table, I try and find something about someone that like I can either compliment them on or find in common with them. And that yeah. will... Makes people more comfortable in any situation with dating, mm-hmm. with serving, with making friends. Like, it's, it's so weird with quarantine, like, trying yeah. to make friends right now. Oh, it's so weird. I know, because I was on Bubble BFF. That's oh, a great yeah. app. It's That's so much so fun. I deleted it. Yeah, but it's I didn't cute. find any friendship connections. I followed a few of them on Instagram, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I think maybe that's why I'm so drawn to working in the emergency room, because 
you have to be where I used to work. <coughs> you have to be just so much more lighthearted because so much more shit goes down right. than where I'm working right now. So I think that maybe that's why I'm so drawn to it is I want to be around people like that who are just like fast paced and just joke around a lot and stuff. And yeah. It's just like you got to try and keep your spirits lifted, especially during like all of this. Like Madison obviously works in like a COVID unit. I work in a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, those are very different settings with very different clientele usually. <laughs> we don't actually have any more. That's awesome. Isn't that great? That's amazing. Um, they still have them on our like main one, I think. Right. But there, there's always going to be. I don't think it's ever going to not, you know. Have no, people. it's. I had a meeting with my boss this week, who actually yelled at us because we're going to be reopening in the next couple weeks, I believe. I mean, we're waiting for the governess. To tell us what to do. But... Bad um, bitch Whitmer. Yeah, she's pretty cool. We both support her. Um, but we are opening in the next couple of weeks. And our boss is from Greece. And he was talking about... Yeah, he's really cool. He was talking about how this is not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And he does not care if we think it's real or not. If we think, like, if it's bullshit or not. He doesn't care. We have to walk in the building with gloves and masks every day or we are sent home. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. I work with the public, so does Madison. Absolutely. Put your foot down. I do not... I went into a store yesterday. I was a Dairy Queen, and they weren't wearing masks. And I was, like, disgusted by it. You're disgusting. But, like, it's... I don't know. It's just crazy. The whole thing is nuts. Yeah. Anyway, um, to online dating. (laughs) Yeah, we got way off. Way off topic. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's my fault. I'm an idiot. Um, anyway, I'm not an idiot. I do stupid things. (laughs) Um, I have had a few friends who have found a lot of success. You know, Rory, who is on our LGBTQ plus episode, um, found, uh, his love on Tinder, I believe, um, and they're really great together. You know, like they hit it off. My sister is about to marry somebody that she met on a dating app, you know, so good for you. You know, like it works for some people and we can end this episode with me telling the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Um, this is app. fantastic. And I'm very excited. I also want to say before Madison gets into this, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things I've run into over the past, I would say decade, um, I was on like, okay, Cupid, like in college, like, you know, whatever. And I ended up finding one of my friend's boyfriends <gasps> Really? and she would not believe me. I screenshotted it. I sent it to her. I sent her the username. I sent him when he was. It's so heartbreaking because I saw that a lot too. Is like, yeah. I have a girlfriend, but don't tell her. And it's like, what? No, the this guy shit? pretended like he was completely single and he'd been dating her for three years. And he, oh and when I told her about it, she's like, oh, he said it wasn't active. Well, he was active 12 minutes ago. So <gasps> what like, a dickhead. Yes. So a lot of people do use those things to cheat on their significant others. Another story when I was working at Dave and Buster's. You worked at Dave and Buster's? For like six years. Did you like it? No, it was awful. Okay, I'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> um, but when I worked there, one of our servers was pregnant, like nine months pregnant. And one of our other servers found her husband <gasps> on Tinder with pictures of their kids. So, I mean, like, I'm not saying all men are sketchy. I, I don't want to ever say, like, a generalized statement like that. Yes, Everyone's- men are trash. <laughs> Everyone is different. Yeah. But, like, there is, like, you got to be careful with this shit, too. Like, people lie. People want to get out of their relationships. 
I've also like had people recently that I know that have said that they're not getting along with their significant other and have started Break talking. Up with them. Oh my yeah, gosh. That they like, start talking to other them. people and then they don't the other the significant other doesn't know about it. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I ooh, people ooh, Yeah, people it's bad. Trapped. It's bad news. Oh, I don't like that. Um yes. Um, before we get into my final story, be safe out there. Um, if you're going into the online dating, you know, scene, um, be safe. Uh, make sure you share your location with at least one. I say at least one person knows where you are and generally, if you guys need someone to share your location with and you are, I'm here. I have so many of my friends locations. We share them, but I'm saying like, you can even message us on our Instagram or whatever, and just be like, hey, I'm going on a date tonight at 7 p.m. at this restaurant. With Jared. Yeah, with Jared. Like, just let us know. If yeah. you're ashamed to tell your parents or your friends or yeah, you don't want them yeah, to yeah, know, yeah. please. Like, we don't just judge tell here. somebody. Yes. Unless you're a dickhead, then I'm going to judge you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sneeze. Hold on. You keep talking. But, yes. Biggest thing is with the horror stories is to be safe. Even with the success stories to be safe. Yeah. Can I ask you a question before we get into that yeah, about my boob and vagina? Yes. When you sneeze, do you ever feel like a, oh, like yeah. a popping in your fallopian tubes or ovary? Yeah. Like it feels I, like it. It's your, it's your muscle. <laughs> yeah. It's the muscle oh, that like, okay. So because I am a bigger person, you guys will see this when we post pictures. Um, my stomach fat kind of pushes on my bladder. So it makes it um, harder to control your bladder <laughs> sometimes, like if you're laughing or sneezing. And so that's why a lot of women will pee after childbirth <laughs> when they sneeze or laugh because... Did I ever tell you that that was one thing that happened to me after my vaginismus? Oh my God. You pee when you laugh or cough or... I literally have to wear a pee liner all the time. Yeah. It happens to most women. And so like I'm making that... It's not abnormal. It's not abnormal. It just sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it does. I always, I always joke with my patients, which my other coworkers don't like. They're always like, "I'm so sorry that like I got the pad wet or whatever." I'm like, "I would do that." And I'm 20 years old. I'm walking down the street. This happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Okay, you're not alone. It's not. It's okay. Um, Okay, here we go. Yeah, go for it, girl. So, this lovely gentleman messaged me on the dating app that I was on. Shit. I was on it a long, long time ago. Anyway, or like a couple months ago. Anyway, um, he messaged me. He said, um, I just want to let you know that I have a wife and she knows I'm on here. Okay. At least it's honesty straight up. Continue. <laughs> so Continue. I said, uh, please explain. Like, why, why are you on here then? I just figured because so many people are on there looking for a third for a threesome. Yeah. Um, so I thought that's what it was, you know. But lots of times they have pictures with... The couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, please... Go on, <laughs> explain what's going on. He says, um, my wife and I have been trying to do anal and we have been successful one time, Ouch. but <laughs> I want to see if it is, or we, like them both, him and his wife want to see if it's her that's the problem, if her asshole is just too tight, <laughs> or if it is him. Like his he's dick just, is too big? I don't know. I don't Dude, know. I don't know about... Any of this, but like, there's lube. But anyway, continue. <laughs> they need to get a dilator box like Madison has in her drawer oh and start popping up one by one. Anyway, so um, he says, I want to see if she's a problem or if I'm, or he, yes. Um, and I forgot to tell you this part. It's really great. It's really funny. Um, I 
listened to a podcast called Call Her Daddy where they have talked about anal and how to do it successfully many, many times. So I told him, I was like, honestly, I'm not interested, but here are a few little tips Yeah. if you're trying to do it so you don't have to cheat on your wife, okay? Um, and so I sent him like this list of stuff. I said, it's from a podcast called Call Her Daddy. Listen to this episode. They tell you to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. And he messaged me back. He says, we've tried all of that. I listen to that podcast religiously, and I'm like, I'm That's awesome, though. At least he's doing his research. Yeah. Anyway, so I tell him, I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested. Sorry. He's, like, really trying to convince me, and I'm like, no. Like, there's no fucking way, you know? No. no. That's a hard pill to swallow. My asshole is so shut. No. Yeah. That's a one-way street. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and so I told him, I was like, no, you know, absolutely not. And then he says well, you know, like, we can meet up on my lunch break and you can, like, come in my car and I'll eat you out and you'll see if I'm good at that, like my wife says. Well, if your wife already says you're awesome at it, why the fuck would you need a second yeah. opinion? Anyway, so I said no. I unmatchedly deleted my account because I couldn't do it. Yeah, either. there's a lot of people that I've run into that are looking for thirds or, like, my wife is cheating on me. I want to get revenge. And, like, hey, at least they're being honest. That's all I really, like, There are some really about. clever ways to... No, we're not going to promote that. <laughs> no, right. no, no, I'm not talking about cheating. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, anyway, um, yes, online dating can be a really like scary and exciting thing. Um, it is a way for you to find potentially the love of your life. And especially like if you are like, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say Grand Rapids is a small town, but like there's the lesbian community here is not huge. And I'm also in the soccer community, and that's not huge either. So, like, the two things that I really, like, am passionate about, like, soccer and women, <laughs> like, um, there's now a lot of people in Grand Rapids mm-hmm. that I'm able to, like, have a drink with. with. Yeah, and stuff like that. I have a couple guy friends that we like the same soccer team in England. And, like, you know, I'll talk to them on Facebook and stuff. But it is really hard to connect people, especially right now. Yeah, so... Um, be safe, you know, don't, I would just say like in the nicest terms, don't be ignorant on dating apps, you know, don't please, please. I just have to tell one more horror story. Do not send nudes to people on those apps. This is not a horror story with a dating app, but one time I accidentally posted nudes on my story on Snapchat. Um, it was horrifying. I know that there's this trend going around on TikTok where they like FaceTime their friend and they're like, what the fuck did you post that on your Snapchat? And that literally scares the shit out of me because it happened. And my friend calls me and she's like, Madison, you need to like go to your Snapchat right now. Um, but please be mindful, especially with that, because you don't know what they're going to do with your name. Anyone can screenshot anything. What's on the internet is forever. Yep. And I know that like Snapchat, you're like, oh, you'll know if they screenshot it. There are ways around that. There are so many ways around that, that people who are who want it and want to keep it and don't want you to know will. Um, so just be safe, like, especially with that. Cause I know that like online dating, a lot of the times, like with specific apps are just for hooking up, be safe, make sure that you are using protection and getting tested, you know, regularly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, because that is a big problem. Make sure you urinate after sex as well. So you don't get a UTI. Um, we support all of you out there who, you know, want to go and explore your body and have sex with people. That's not a problem whatsoever, but just be safe doing it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think that, um, that's probably one of the most important things is like I, and this has been like historically too, is that like a lot of parents will not support like birth control or 
condoms for their children, but it's not just protecting against pregnancy. It's mm-hmm. protecting against so much other things. And mm-hmm. like, I went on birth control and I was like 16 because my periods were so bad. It's mm-hmm. not just for, for contraceptive. <clears throat> so everyone be safe. Let us know if you need any help. We'll call the police department if you need it. <laughs> if you don't respond in three hours, yeah. we'll call the police Where are department. You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're here for you guys. We want you all to be safe, especially during everything that's happening right now in the world. Oh, yeah. One other thing. Uh, my sister-in-law and I, we are Natalie. I don't have to say that. But Natalie, uh, we have a code word that we use whenever we're in danger. Um, we haven't had to use it yet, but it's really like that's a good idea, too, because I don't know. Oh, oh. I have to mention one more thing because this is the most genius thing I've ever heard that I just have to talk about really quick. There's a girl, um, not a good situation. She got kidnapped and he was trying to drug her to rape her in a motel. And she did the most genius thing that I just want to tell all of you because it is such a good idea. If ever, hopefully you don't get in a situation like this. It's just such a good idea. And I think you need to use it even if you're on a date with a guy who you're just not too into and he's pressuring you to have sex or anything like that or a girl, you know, either way. Um... This guy, he's, you know, trying to get her to take these pills and um, an alarm goes off on her phone and he's like, what was that for? And she's like, it's an alarm for me to take my STI medication. Hell yeah, girl. Is that not the smartest thing that came out of her mouth, like on the whim? Yeah, that's perfect because then that dude's not... I also heard that like, if you're going to be sexually assaulted like this to pee yourself... If you're in a Some situation, people are aroused by that. Yeah, I mean, I Sorry, hope not, but <laughs> like jean shorts just like go. Up. You're good, but like I've, I mean, like that's obviously an extreme measure. Like if you're really in that situation, it's awful. I hope nobody that listens to this is ever in that situation. Yeah. Um, just be safe. That's yes. the biggest thing. Um, thank you guys a lot. We will uh, see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.